It's time now for Super Psychologist, Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years. Good evening and welcome to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years. This evening and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Central Time and that's 6 p.m. Eastern Time right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com and also now on Apple Podcasts. And today is Sunday, September 13th, 2020 and I'm psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell and I hope that you're all staying safe and comfortable wherever you are. I know the weather is all over the map these days. Some places it's hot and some places have snow. So I hope that wherever you are, you're you're warm, you're cool, whatever you need to be. And we will try to keep you informed and entertained right here. And Art Mendoza of Accomplice Entertainment, producer of this program, is here making the show run smoothly as usual. And we have another great program in store for you. In a little while after the break, we'll be joined by licensed marriage and family therapist associate, Terry Burns. And Terry has a passion for helping couples and families learn skills to promote understanding and change relationship dynamics. And she'll be joining us to talk about helping families in crisis, especially during this time of COVID. And then later in the program, Austin jazz musician and friend of the show, Sharon Bourbonnet, will be back to join us once again with some of her music, and she'll be letting us know what she's up to these days with the pandemic going on and limiting uh, in-person shows. And also, we'll hear from the twins, Minerva and Ruben, in the Bay of Vendetta to fill us in on some travel spots in Mexico. And along the way, I'll say a word or two about reconnecting to our passionate selves during this trying time. And throughout this evening's program, we will have time to take your questions. So if you have any questions or comments for me or for my guests, please feel free to give a call. The toll-free number is 855-345-4720. That's 855-345-4720. Or you can email your questions to me, and I will read them on the air to my guests. And my email address is drmara, that's D-R-M-A-R-A, at drmaracarpel.com, D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L. And you can hear this evening's program again by going to my website and the link to the podcast along with any other um, contact information or website links or anything like that will be posted later tonight. And you can also hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes after the show ends by going directly to blog talk radio, B-L-O-G talk radio.com slash your golden years. And you can also listen on Apple Podcasts. For information from this program, from previous programs, to listen to previous programs, and updates on my book and any other events, go to my website, drmaracarpel.com. And you can also hear all of the prior shows that we've done here on Blog Talk Radio for the past six and a half years by going to blogtalkradio.com slash your golden years 
And all of those shows have also been uploaded to Apple Podcasts. And for future events, to find out what's coming up next time or any other events that we're doing or any time uh, a blog is, is posted, you can find all of that on Facebook by following Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years. This evening's program is produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions. And we're going to take a brief break, so don't go anywhere. It's going to be a very brief break. And when we come back, Terry Burns will be joining us to talk about helping families in crisis. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Super psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell will be back after words from our sponsors. Are you or a loved one a Medicare beneficiary? Help save you and Medicare money by stopping Medicare fraud. Fraud happens when Medicare is billed for services or supplies you never receive. There are three easy things you can do to fight fraud. Review your Medicare claims for accuracy, protect your personal information, and be on the lookout for suspicious activity. For more information or to report fraud, call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE or your local SHIP counselor at the Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-252-9240. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. Right, and we are back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com. And now joining us on the phone from Houston, we have licensed marriage and family therapist associate, Terry Burns. And Terry's here to talk about helping families in crisis, especially during this difficult time of a pandemic. So welcome, Terry. Hi, thank you, Dr. Mara. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, thank you for joining us. And I just want to, just a reminder, there's a little bit of a delay when we talk like this, so it's good to keep that in mind. So how are you doing this evening? Hello, I'm well. Um, Can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. Uh, okay, um, I'm well. Great. I'm glad to hear that. And hanging in there with the, the hot weather seems to have returned here in Texas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, so, Terry, be, before we go further in the, into this discussion, maybe you can live, give us a little bit of your background. Okay, great. I was a former teacher for 28 years, um, and I grew up in several different households uh, and had a very uh, difficult years in the teenage years. And um, so when I taught, I thought, you know, I should really be talking to the parents, not the kids. So I just 
fell in love in graduate school with the whole idea of couples and family counseling because if we can get everybody like in a living room and think of it as a conversation, then so many things could be solved. Mhm. Mhm. So when did you when did you start counseling? When did you start working in this field? Um, well, I went back to school at 51. My son was mm-hmm. in high school, his senior year, and I uh, just uh, got my associate license uh, in February. And so I'm under supervision by Tiffany Smith, who is wonderful. And so this is really my first year of being mm. a counselor. Okay. Okay. Well, that's great. So that's perfect for this program, people finding their passion. You know, it sounds like that's kind of how you got into it. You were doing one job and discovered that your passion was something slightly different. Yes. So Mm -hmm. if people want to contact me, can contact me, uh, at 972-277-1217. My uh, company is Creative Couples and Counseling, PLLC, and mm-hmm. my address on the web is Terry, T-E-R-R-I, to the number two, Burns, B-U-R-N-S, at gmail.com. So okay. that's how well, they can contact me. Well, I'll be posting that later tonight on my website so people can go take a look at that if they didn't have a pen and paper. Um, so why don't we talk about what issues? Are there specific issues that you have seen within families and couples during this very unusual time of a pandemic <laughs> and many people being stuck at home? Yes, ma'am, that is true. So uh, there are a lot of couples wanting to divorce. They were either thinking about it before they were quarantined together or they just during this time were just like, I can't handle it. And uh, families struggling with parents working at home, kids being stuck home, teenagers needing their freedom and not being able to get out. And so Mm -hmm. there are a lot of logistics that families are trying to figure out and couples. Right. So, yeah. So how, how, can people deal with that if you, you know, I'm sure a lot of listeners are dealing with some of those issues right now. And what are some suggestions so that they don't end up in crisis? (laughs) Correct. What I do is I am a systems therapist. That means I look at the whole system and I think, okay, I'm not fighting for one side or the other, like versus she. It's the relationship. That is the Mm -hmm. third entity in couples counseling. And 
relationship healthy and I fight for the marriage because obviously I think that, you know, strong couples create strong families and marriages are very good for society. They, you know, reduce so many problems. And so, you know, I fight for the marriage. Uh, mm-hmm. Not all marriages make it, and that's okay. Uh, but even if you're not married or you do get a divorce, you're still responsible for that child. Your children can't divorce you. They can't choose whether to be in the world or not. So if you have children, you're 100% responsible whether they live with you 50% of the time, 25% of the time. You are 100% their parent always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I try and get parents, maybe if they're co-parenting, to realize that, you know, children can't drive. They can't just walk away. And you don't uh-huh. want to this your ex-spouse um, in front of your children. You know, you might be frustrated. You might not like them. They might have done something really, really bad. But in front of your children, you can't say those things because what your children interpret is that you don't like percent of them. And they're 50% mm-hmm. of the other parent. So mm-hmm, I try and mm-hmm. fight for the relationship, the the marriage, the family, whatever. I'm not on anyone's side. I fight mm-hmm. for the future of that relationship so that they can realize, you know, yeah, things might be tough right now, but think about the future. You know, you're going to see that kid at their wedding their grandkids, you are going to have to deal with that parent sometime. So you might as well do it now. You know, it's going to be there over and over. So if you don't learn now, that lesson will keep coming up. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just the best thing I could say is be in a living room without electronics and talking to each other uh, really helps uh, relationships. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, I would think right now, especially since everything is done via electronics, right, with school, distance learning, and the parents are, a lot of parents are home, you know, working through their computer, um, it sounds like, we, we, you know, there needs to be time off in the evening where you're not on any device and you're actually facing each other and talking to each other. Right, right. Studies have shown that if a, if a parent can have like 15 minutes of quality time talking each day, you know, that's all a kid really wants is their parent present. They spell mm-hmm. love, T-I-M-E. So even if you're working from home and you don't have a lot of time, 
the type of time is more important than what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the quality that's more important than anything else. Yes, ma'am. I would say quality mm-hmm. over quantity. And just kids don't need perfect parents. They just want present parents. And mm-hmm. if couples together, then they create what's called kind of a couple bubble. And you are good together. You realize, you know, during our time of all this going on, things are going to have to be a little looser, like rules and things might not be as uh, followed as they might be in normal times. But if the couple's good and they're on the same page, then the kids will be good because they take their cues from mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if the couple gets good and they have stress-reducing conversations, then family will follow suit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned before about teenagers, you know, wanting to have their freedom. And that's mm-hmm. always an issue, I would imagine. But especially now when, you know, freedom could mean doing things that put people at risk, Right doing things where they might be around a lot of other teens and then coming home and exposing their family to a possible um, virus that could make the parents sick. Um, so how do mm-hmm. parents do that? How, do, how can they work with their teens to keep them feeling good and not having the um, desire to rebel and go out and do something dangerous like that? I know I'm right. asking like a really difficult question. <laughs> I don't expect a magical answer. <laughs> That's a really good question. And what I think is just keeping the dialogue open. I mean, obviously, you're not going to be able to follow them around 24-7 and make sure their mask is on and, you know, they don't get within six feet of someone at school or whatever but just keeping the dialogue open and letting them know that the teenage brain isn't fully developed to like 25 and they're mm. thrill seekers, risk seekers, uh, you know, because they think they're invincible, but just keeping a dialogue open and just reminding them often, you know, not nagging, not snooping, but just, Remember, you know, while you're out, uh, this would be the best thing. And, you know, you need to wear your mask. You need to use the hand sanitizer, wash your hands, and just let them know that they're not immune to this because this disease of COVID killing people is real, Uh, Mm -hmm. even though they might think, well, it's not going to happen to me. I'm young. I'm invincible. But it has happened to some people, and you don't want to be that statistic. So just remind them in a non, you know, judgmental, punitive way. Just a reminder is 
um, just a subtle hint, you know, so that they know that they can potentially be a carrier or get it themselves, which would be devastating mm-hmm. to any family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, I had somebody, a friend, talking to me, and, I, you know, I'm not, I don't work with adolescents. I don't work with teenagers. <laughs> but, um, you know, my specialty is over 25 and, and even older. But, um, you know, she was telling me that her, her teens were um, giving her all the evidence that they could find to show that it was safe for them to go out. And I was trying to remind her it was of exactly what you said, that uh, teenage brains are not fully developed. And um, the decisions that they make are not always going to be good and I remember when I was a teenager, I would look for all the reasons why I should do the things that I want to do. And I would <laughs> cancel out all the other information, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, how do you deal with that? <laughs> well, of course, you know, the parent in your teenager's ear, because parents are their first teacher is what's going to remind them when they're thinking about doing something risky, that voice that they've had, you know, in their ear Mm -hmm. is going to remind them. And so that's where the quality of relationship with the mom or dad has precedence over the risky behavior. Yeah, that's a good point. Because if they trust their parents, then they're more likely to say, well, maybe maybe mom has a point. <laughs> maybe I'll listen <laughs> to her. <laughs> okay. And, you yeah. know, with, with things really closed down and not being able to do all of the things that, you know, families normally do going on, you know, the types of vacations that they might have taken together or go to the movies together or, um, you know, or especially families with younger children that still hang out with their parents. Um, What are things that they can do to bring more joy into their family life? Uh, That's a great question. I would follow your kids lead and I would definitely uh, create rules around electronics they're actually rewiring your kids brains so anytime Mm. off the grid away from an electronic is priceless time you can go out in the backyard play football baseball uh, soccer go to the park go swimming if your pool's open or the neighborhood pool, if they're into music, you know, if it's time to learn guitar or something, and then, you know, take family walks around the neighborhood, you know, that it's just mm-hmm. time spent with a parent or with your other uh, half of your partnership, and it's mm-hmm. doing something but it's a captive audience if 
you're in the car, don't turn on the uh, TVs or radios. You have a captive audience right there that is a sweet, sweet time to build that relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. So I have heard people talking about how much they appreciate, you know, the positive, the silver lining in all of this is how they appreciate having family dinners and having that family all at home to to do those kind of things together. Um, but your point about not being on the on electronics during that time because then you're not you're not taking advantage of 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 that time together if you're all looking down at your phone. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Yes. And if you do a road trip or maybe you'll drive somewhere this fall or go camping or something, let your kids plan it. That would be an awesome adventure for Mm. them, Mm -hmm. you know? Follow their lead because this is a time that they're watching mom and dad work hard from home. Uh, They're working at home if they can't go to school. And they're figuring out mom and dad do and seeing how hard they work, which, you know, other generations of kids didn't get to see mom and dad work hard. And so the family time should be fun time, you know, away Mm -hmm. from all the stress of work and home and school and that stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Injecting a little joy is really important. (laughs) (laughs) So in your, in your counseling, um, you know, now that, you know, people aren't in the office. Um, are you working virtually? Are you are you meeting with families or couples on Zoom or another, you know, Internet platform? Yes, ma'am. I'm meeting people on Zoom and, and the Internet. And it's, it's really neat because uh, – Six or seven months ago, I don't think many of us knew what Zoom was unless you worked right. with it. And so, I mean, we're all at the base of the learning curve. So everyone is like starting from ground zero of learning. And it's been a great adventure. Yeah. So does that mean since you're virtual that that anyone, I mean, people can cut can get your help from anywhere in Texas? It doesn't have to be, you know, local driving distance? Correct. I I help people all over the state of Texas can call for help. Excellent. Okay. So so before we go, let me take your number down again. Um, We can say it again to... Uh, the listeners I, they, you, and, and how people can contact you if they're interested in getting your help. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for having me, too. This has yeah. been so fun. Uh, yeah, thank my, you. Oh, my pleasure. My number is 972-277-1217. Okay. And your email they can reach you my by email. email. 
Terry, T-E-R-R-I, the number two, Burns, at gmail.com. And my company is Creative Couples and Counseling, P-L-L-C. All right. All right. So, again, I'm going to post all that information later this evening on my website post about this program. So if people missed it, they can catch it all there. And um, thank you again for for coming on the show. I think this is a really important topic, um, especially at this time. And um, and let's speak again in the future, okay? Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. All right. You have a very good evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Um, Don't go anywhere. We have lots more to come. Worry about memory loss? Dr. Ronald DeVere, certified neurologist and director of Alzheimer's disease and memory disorders in Lakeway, has been helping those with dementia and memory loss for over 12 years, specializing in the diagnosis, treatment, and counseling of those with memory loss and dementia. Dr. DeVere also has a book to reduce your worry and fear by knowing the facts. Memory loss, everything you want to know but forget to ask. Available now on Amazon.com. Dr. Ronald DeVere, Alzheimer's disease and memory disorders center in Lakeway, and his book, Memory Loss, everything you want to know but forget to ask. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call 512-261-7909. Please visit us on the web at www.drmaricarpel.com. All right, and we are back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaricarpel.com. And before we go to the, uh, our next guest, a group of guests, I just wanted to talk for a few minutes about getting through pandemic fatigue um, because, you know, I think during this time, a lot of people feel really stuck. And, um, you know, even if you have a passion that you were working on before and really going after, um, many people feel like they just have lost their uh, focus. Um, we did have some musicians and artists on the program who said that they were not affected by this because they love having the time to create more music and create more art. But there are many um, passions that involve being around people and that, that people haven't been able to follow. Um, or just being home and not being able to get outside and do things that you enjoy doing, especially because the weather has been hot. And so that's an added thing, especially here in Texas. Um, I know for myself, it's been very difficult to get outside because it's so hot. Temperature um, is just hotter and hotter these days. Um, Well, we know that they are. And um, so that in addition to not being able to go places where there are a lot of people indoors with air conditioning really sort of limits what we can do. And so people start to get this compassion for this um, pandemic fatigue. It's also a compassion fatigue where they're not as caring perhaps about um, keeping everybody else safe by wearing a mask and staying away, you know, keeping our distance from people. And they sort of start taking more risky behaviors. Um, But it's really important to stay vigilant right now. The the virus has not gone away. 
and um, it's not going anywhere until we can be more disciplined about doing the right things to stop the spread. And that involves, you know, social distancing and wearing a mask when we're around other people and that sort of thing. So what do we do to feel joyful, not become depressed or just give up and say, you know what, I don't care. I'm just going to do what I feel like doing no matter the risk. Um, We need to inject more joy, just as we were talking about with Terry, um, with families. We need to do that for ourselves as well. We need to inject more joy into our lives so that we don't feel this need to sort of break the rules. Um, Well, now one thing that we can do, um, now that the weather is beginning to cool down, we had a couple of cool days here in Austin, Texas, but it is kind of warm right now, but it will be cooling down soon. Um, we're certainly not going to hit 100 at this point. And um, I think, you know, typically by October, the weather is beautiful here. And in other parts of the country, the weather is spectacular. Um, back east, it's gorgeous weather. Um, it's a good time to start getting outside more. And if we can be outside, then we really can actually see some people, friends or family that we had been distancing from in order to protect them or to keep from spreading this virus in general. And we can meet them in a park and, you know, wear a mask. Go for a walk with a friend wearing a mask and, you know, not getting too close. They say that outdoors is less risky and wearing a mask helps to add to the safety unless you're far apart from each other and then you don't have to wear a mask. If you walk, you know, six feet apart from each other and you're away from other people or go out with your family, as Terry was talking about, the people who live in your house, um, and go hiking together, go camping together, do some things that maybe you wouldn't normally have done before. This is really a time to be creative and to find ways um, to do things that you used to enjoy in different ways or to try new things that you've never done before. As I mentioned, artists and musicians have said right here on the program that this was a great time for them um, to create more music or more artwork. Um, And this is a really good time for the rest of us who might not be artists or musicians to start learning um, to be more creative, to instrument, and start to learn how to play. There are actual... um, music, instrumental teachers who are teaching through the internet. They're teaching through Zoom. So you can actually, you can take lessons uh, virtually. You don't have to be in person to take a lesson. And there are also YouTube videos that can help to do, teach you the basics. If you're just doing it for fun, you're not doing it to become a performer You're doing it just to enjoy yourself. Making music really is a very powerful uh, way of bringing joy into your life. 
then you might not need to take a lesson, but follow some of the free YouTube videos to learn the basics of the instrument. And then if you get, as you get better, you might decide to take a lesson. And the same thing with doing fine arts, like painting or drawing. Just follow some YouTube videos or take a class. That's certainly even easier to do virtually is to take an art lesson um, or, or an art class, a group online. <clears throat> Get, if you can't get together with a friend in the park, you can meet with friends on Zoom or on Skype or FaceTime or some other way to video chat. Um, a lot of, you know, I haven't done that too much, but I've started doing that with my mom in New York, and it's great. It really feels like we have visited each other when we do that. So these are all ways to... Um, kind of inject some joy into your life. And the other thing is finding a way to be realistically optimistic. So I say realistically optimistic, meaning that we need to continue to be safe and to understand that there really is a pandemic that still exists um, and that we have to take all the safety precautions. But trying to let down our guard a little bit in terms of our, our anxiety. So worrying about it, um, so I'm, I'm speaking to myself as well. <laughs> worrying about it doesn't prevent it from happening. So we have to take all the precautions um, that we're advised to do by medical experts um, and then kind of let it go. Don't think about it so much. Do things that you enjoy. Get involved in doing, learning something new. Learn a new language. Um, get outside. All those things um, to keep us from just really dwelling on the the possibility that that we could get sick or somebody that we know could get sick. That doesn't help. And again, I've spoken about this in the past. Meditation is really powerful to help to relieve anxiety. So I've been taking a meditation class um, on Zoom once a week. And I also watch the YouTube videos in between or if I can't make it to the class um, throughout the week and so that I continue to meditate and calm my nervous system which is really, really important. So, again, I'm going to talk more about creating passion and reconnecting with our passion in future programs, but it's really, really important to find ways to inject joy into our lives, even if it's not the path of passion that we were on before. Maybe it's just a break that we need to take in our path to find other ways of, of creating joy. And then we can get back on that path when we're more able to do it. All right. So now we're going to go to uh, Mexico where we are interviewing the twins. All right. 
Hola, Minerva and Ruben. How are you doing today? We're good, thanks. And you? Very well. I see you got a lot of rain lately. Yes, it has been raining all week, but it rains more at night than at dawn. And it's also very hot because after rain, all the heat rises. Ah, so very humid, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's September. I think that's the hottest, most humid time, isn't it? Yes, it's very hot. Yeah. So where will you be taking us today? Aguascalientes. All right. So you had a vacation there, didn't you? Yeah. All right. Well, tell us about it. Let's get started. Aguascalientes, which means hot water, is a city in central Mexico, known as the Spanish colonial building and historic center. As of 2019, Aguascalientes has a population of 1.4 million inhabitants. Most of, most of the homes live in the capital city of Aguascalientes. Aguascalientes is one of the smallest states of Mexico, either by population or land. Being the 27 most populated states on the 29 biggest state the area. It is one of the safest and most prosperous states in Mexico. We're in the mountains at about 6,200 feet, and the temperature is about 77 degrees in the day with the humidity around 45%. On the Plaza de la Patria is the Nuestra Señora de la Asunción Catedral with the 18th century paintings by Miguel Cabrera. The National Museum of Dead displays funerary art in the artifacts from pre-Columbian times to the present. Aguascalientes has a very rich story, so much to share, but if you go, will not be disappointed. So now, tell the audience what you like the most about your vacation there. Uh, let's start with you, Ruben. What was your favorite thing? My favorite thing about Aguascalientes was a square that we went to that has a lake and very beautiful structures. Hmm. How about you, Minerva? Well, my favorite thing in Aguascalientes was the park. They were very beautiful and you could enjoy the, the walk. And also the weather, it was a little dry, but it was cold. It was good and cool going to visit because here it's so hot. And there are also many places to visit where shopping centers and food places. Mm, so it was a relief. So yeah. it sounds really nice. That was great. Yes. So, where are you taking us next time? Mazatlan. All right. So, until next time, stay safe. Until next time, adios. Adios.
just listening to the beautiful music of our next guest, Sharon Bourbonnet, who's joining us on the phone. Hey, Sharon, how are you? Hi, Dr. Mara. I am great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So glad to have you back on the program. Um, Me too. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. What's going on with you these days? Wow, I you know, um, like us all, we're just in a whirlwind, right? Yeah, life is just we. I mean, I feel like I've been uh, put in a blender, <laughs> <laughs> or put in a basket and be shook, and then you know, people are just picking me out a piece at a time. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, it, it's been a it's been a crazy time, as you well know, and. Um, I just want to say I noticed you got to go see your mom up in New York, and I'm so glad you did that. Yeah, it just seemed like the right time because the numbers are so low there, and she is allowed to come outside and see family outdoors. So right. I went while the weather yeah. was good enough for her to do that. <laughs> it was perfect timing, and it's such a, it's such a flip because New York – was you know the the hot spot, and now right. now we're the hot spot. Yep. So um, we're all just navigating. Yeah, I just want to say I did it very very safely. I took a lot of tests before I went, and I wore multiple yeah. masks, and I stayed far away from her and wore a mask. So oh, for any I know you did out there. <laughs> yes, I know you did. Yeah, because you are the ultimate caregiver. And, you know, and we wear the mask because we care about others. Exactly. You know, we want to protect everybody. Yeah. I'm in a, you know, I do an online uh, music stream. And mm-hmm. it took me pr- probably like a month. Well, I did it by myself, which was just, you know, H-E double hockey sticks. And um, uh-huh. it, it was just hard being all alone, you know. Hi, everybody. I'm playing for you now. It's just, it was so sure. rare. And, yeah. and I finally, there was a, uh, a festival put on by Peggy Stern, and it was called Lulu Fest. And it was actually a worldwide 
uh, festival. There were uh, a woman participating from Australia. We had Susie Stern, who you know, mm-hmm. um, who's out yeah. in L.A. So we were all participating in the show from all over the world uh, doing online. And oh, cool. I, yeah, it was, it was in May. It was May 17th, actually, that weekend. And it was supposed to be live here in Austin. You know, at St. Mm, Ed's, mm-hmm. and um, of course, uh, that didn't happen. So we pulled it together and did an online uh, Lulu Fest, which is kind of a women's music festival. Uh-huh. And it was there that I had my first uh, participant or uh, musician played with Beth Gallagher, and she was outside my door. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Through a screen, I had the camera um, you know, focused down my piano out through the front door. So she was on the other side of the screen playing with a little microphone and I was inside the house playing and we did our live stream uh-huh. like that. Right. So that was our first um, get together of being around another person and playing music. So are you, so are built- you still doing live streams? Yes, I'm doing it every Monday on uh, mm-hmm. Facebook and you know of course Facebook's being kind of squirrely right now and nobody knows from one minute to the next and and Facebook keeps changing you right. know you can't do the same thing you used to do mm-hmm. and it's different every time you try to do something but uh this week I'm going to be streaming with the help of Austin City Jams and I will mm. actually stream to uh Vimeo which is kind of like YouTube and then it will be uh, those in uh, have an embedded code that you are link, I guess, that you can click on. This is how much I know. Okay. That you can click on, and it will take you to Austin City Jams, and there will be the show. You could actually clink, clink, oh, for heaven's sake, click <laughs> on the link. Uh, now it's up on Facebook, on my Facebook page, and you could go and sign up to be a part of Austin City Jams. Um it's a dear friend of mine uh, that started doing it as a concert window like five years ago, if I'm not mistaken. I was on, I was on it when it was a new thing, you know, the concert window, to actually do a concert and have it streamed over the Internet and people could interact and tip and, hmm. and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so now he's doing it to help us all out. And I, you might oh, cool. know Danny Britt. Yeah, he, he's been the first one to to do it with, with Kirby. His name is Kirby Walker and he provides this platform for us all. And I'm one of the first okay. ones too. I'm kind of a Guinea pig because we so, do the live stream on Facebook, but it's, you know, yeah. So when, on. so when can people watch it? Will that be tomorrow on Monday? Mm-hmm. Monday at six thirty. but I advise clicking on the link, you know, anywhere after six and you'll be guided to the Austin city jams page and that will show you a countdown of, you know, how many minutes till the show starts. Oh, cool. Cool. So um, I want to talk about the song that we just played Mm -hmm. before we go any further. Um, Okay. Can you tell us about that song? It's beautiful. I love listening to it. It feels like I'm back in the 40s listening to, you know, old movies, French, where they sing in French. (laughs) <laughs> right. It is. It's uh, 
my fascination with French, the French language, um, and just wanting to do something that kind of cafe, French cafe sound. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I submitted the music for the show, I kind of went back to the beginning. And that was from my first album, which was called Rev, which was, is, is French for Dreams Come True. So I decided to feature songs that kind of got me all started. Uh-huh. And Foule de Toi is actually, see, I'm studying French, so now I know better. <laughs> Foule de Toi is actually the masculine, foo, which is like crazy for you. Um, and it should be Foule, F-O, I guess, L-L-E. And I have it in the masculine. But when I went and sang it for my French people when I was visiting uh, France with Joe King Carrasco, Last year, they thought that was so charming. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't know the, the proper masculine versus feminine version. But the song is about a gentleman, a boyfriend of mine from Hawaii. And the, the relationship was, was good, but it was also rocky. And mm-hmm. there was, you know, I stayed in it maybe a little too long. So instead of boring everyone with just the normal English version of drama uh-huh. <laughs> I put it into I put it into French and, and made it made it sound delightful <laughs> <laughs> okay that's, so we're going to play the other song that you sent back against the wall yes. um, can you tell us about that that was one of the first songs that I ever wrote actually and um it was uh, when I was down in the valley, and it was about my current husband at that time. <laughs> so once again, <laughs> writing about relationships, and I was um, uh, kind of, it, it's kind of a standing up to him kind of a song. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Kind of a so angry, we're gonna... angry. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to stay on the line. We're going to play a little bit of that song, and then we'll come back before we go off the air, okay? Okay, sounds good. All right. Only to me 
<laughs> All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's so, a groovy song. It is. So, so Sharon, and just the, we only have a couple of minutes left. So sure. Um, how can listeners find out how to, you know, about your live stream, um, download all of your music and anything else, any other events that you're doing? My Facebook page has everything as well as my website, um, uh, SharonBorbonet.com will have everything on there. Um, how to download my music, uh, upcoming events are on my Facebook page. Yeah. And what's your Facebook so, page? It's um, Sharon Bourbonnet, just uh, facebook.com slash Sharon Bourbonnet. I also have Sharon Bourbonnet Music and Women in Music, but that is uh, kind of like on hold right now. I mean, there's just not much, you know, promoting going on through those other pages. So just my right. name is probably probably the best place. Okay, okay. So I'll post both of those on my website post about this program. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on to the program and sharing some of your music with us. And um, I, you know, good luck with all of the shows that you're doing online. And I hope that, you know, someday soon we'll be able to get back to live music. Absolutely. Yes, you, you are so yeah. correct. We're all crossing our fingers and, and uh, wearing our masks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, you have a very good evening and stay safe, okay? Thank you. You too. It's a pleasure being here. All right. Yes. Very nice to have you. Okay. All right. So before Art knocks us off the air, let me tell you all what's coming up next week. Next Sunday, September 20th, we'll be back with another show live from here in Austin. And we'll be joined by Dr. D.M. Mooney. D.M. Mooney. Dr. Mooney is an industrial organizational psychologist with a specialization in human-computer interaction and organizational service design. More specifically, he has a passion for improving the overall experience of employees and job seekers through redesigning organizational processes and professional developmental development coaching, but mainly he's going to be talking about overcoming adversity and obstacles to achieve personal success with some insight into his own obstacles that he's turned into strengths. He's a really interesting uh, guy, so I'm really looking forward to speaking with him about this. And more, we always have more And if you want to hear tonight's program again, read the information from the show, get all of those website links and um, other contact information that we spoke about, listen to the program, go to my website, drmaricarpel.com. And you can also hear this evening's program in as soon as five minutes from now by going directly to blog talk radio, B-L-O-G talk radio.com slash your golden years, or you can go to Apple Podcasts. And be sure to follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years, for information about upcoming events. This program was produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions. And special thanks to my guest, Terry Byrne, 
Terry Burns, Sharon Bourbonnet, Minerva and Ruben in Mexico. And of course, thank you to Art. Thank you all for listening. Have a peaceful night, inspiring week. And guidance offered by Dr. Carpel is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician or mental health specialist. Neither Dr. Carpel, her sponsors, nor this station assumes responsibility for the misuse of any of the information given on this show. 